But look, let's hope that all can can be you know in the rearview mirror. If the if the Phillies can win the night and and still well, sure and, and still certainly can win this whole thing. I mean, it's right there in front of them, and they do have a better than fifty percent chance. They got a better starting pitcher tonight. They do have the home field advantage, and they do have what I believe is the better baseball team. But they got to go out there for two and a half to three hours and make it happen. All right, let's talk some Eagles football with our next guest. The uh, Eagles are, are on a roll at six and one. Nick Sirianni, and it was a really impressive victory the other day. Nick Sirianni brought to us by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham at Casey's Place in Quakertown this Sunday for an Eagles pregame party. Win tickets to the next Eagles home game and signed merchandise as well. Again, that is on Sunday, and we welcome the Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni. Good morning, Nick. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Doing well, Nick. <laughs> well, you're stepping into it today, Nick, because you, you just heard me on the fill. So we're, we're doing so-so, but we're, we're, trying to get, we're trying to move forward. All right. Let's talk some football, Nick. First off, congratulations to you on the victory. I don't know if, if you thought about this, but it hit me. I thought it was your and your squad's most impressive regular season victory in your now two-and-a-half-year tenure. Um, had you thought about it? I mean, you know, let's face facts. You faced a lot of teams the last couple of years that weren't that great in the regular season, and you beat up on them. I thought this was your best regular season win. Did you think about that? Do you feel that? Sure. No, I, you know what? Every game is tough in the NFL, every single one. And and so we enjoy every win that we have, and then we, we enjoy it, and then we get back to work. And so, you know, that was a good opponent that we played. Um, I think um, we just we just came out and we played a really good, really solid game. Um, you know, still still having – we want to we flip the turnover thing, but, uh, you know, we're just working on getting better. And I, I don't – we don't think of it that way. You know, we don't think of it that way. We just – we're trying to stay in the moment – and and really just focusing on our next game, um, but no doubt, anytime you win in this league uh, in in front of your your home crowd, I think that that's a great thing, and it's uh, and it, you always enjoy it. And then, like I said, go right back to work. So we don't get a lot of time to enjoy it, but and we're back we're back at it. Uh, let's talk, Nick. You know, big acquisition yesterday, Kevin Byard. I mean, we're talking about a pro bowler. We're talking about an all pro. Um, what can you tell everybody about you know who you've acquired and what you've acquired? in this Pro Bowl safety, Kevin Byard? Yeah, you know, being in that conference for three years as the offense coordinator for the, uh, for the Colts, you always had to know where he was on the field twice a, twice a year, right? And, uh, and you get to see a lot of carryover tape with him as well, you know, of the common opponents that you're playing. And so you, you thought, I always thought very highly of him um, as, a, as a football player, and I heard he's even a, a better uh, – leader and captain of that team and so really excited about the player we're getting really excited about the person we're getting um you know just have the utmost respect for him and glad that he's here and you know feel like we made our team better nick we know you love answering questions about injury status so let's do it um jalen hurts what can you tell us about the knee and what's going on you know all i can tell you is that you know he played through everything that he's uh, you know the bumps and bruises that he's going through you know at this time of the year you guys know that you're not the best you feel um going into the season is that first day of training camp and then these guys are warriors they have to battle through a lot of different things um you know all our guys have to battle through a lot of different things and so i think you know that game against chicago last year really sticks out in my mind of him him really playing through uh, you know, injury and, and, and leading us to a victory. And I felt the same thing, you know, you know, in this game, just playing through the bumps and bruises that he has um, and, and leading us, you know, regardless of the circumstances. So, um, you know, he, you know, he was walking around yesterday, felt, felt good. We'll, we'll see, you know, we'll see how he feels 
you know, we'll see how he feels on Wednesday. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to walking through tomorrow, um, just to get guys back going. And, uh, you know, we'll see when we get out in the field on Thursday, when we're moving around in practice, it, it's just, you know, there's so, there's so much time in between a game that you don't want to, you don't want to put too much, um, expectations or pressure on the guy to, he, he's going to, he's going to put pressure on himself to, to play in this football game. And I got no doubt that he's got the right mindset to, to play through the, the, his, you know, him being uncomfortable because he's tough. He's fearless, uh, great leader, and, and great player. Nick, how long has Jalen's knee been problematic, and how much was it affecting the games prior to last week? You know, I think that you, you, when you read our, our injury report, everybody, you know, he wasn't he wasn't on that because that's his practice status. And you know, everybody has. If we put everybody who had, um, you know people that were uncomfortable on that injury report and, and put it under game status and we'd have 53 guys on there. Um, so he's, he's been, you know, again, all our guys are playing through different, um, different things. You know, I think what happens sometimes with the quarterback is, you know, they get, they gets emphasized even more, right. Um, because he's the quarterback and, you know, he gets, he's he's going to end up getting more criticism than he deserves where him and I probably are going to get more credit than we deserve um at times and you know but and and just things are amplified with him but he's again he's just he's going to he's going to have these bumps and bruises cuz we put so much on him right mm-hmm. he, he's touching the ball every single play he's he's not a quarterback that's just going to stay in the pocket and pass it he's going to also be able to to move around and and make plays and so, you know, he's going to have bumps and bruises, and I just admire him for, for fighting through all of them and, and being the leader we need him to be because uh, we need him out in the field to be successful. Uh, it looks like Jalen is throwing off of the back foot uh, this year more than what I remember uh, previous seasons. Is that more of an advantage because he can make throws that others can't or more of a bad habit, or is it just that he's been banged up and keeping that under wraps and that's affected his footwork? You know, um, that, those those are going to ha- off-platform throws in the NFL happen, um, and they happen frequently. It is it, the the players and the schemes that you go against. Rarely is it exactly the way you thought it was going to happen, right? Where uh, you your routes on air, you you take a three step and hitch, and you, you throw it. Um, it rarely happens. It's just there's something that happens where they got to slide in the pocket. There's something that happens with the coverage that changes a little bit. There's something that happens with the personnel that that disrupts the route and they got to make different types of throws. Jalen's a type of guy that can make, you know, with the arm strength that he has and the athletic ability he has, he's able to make all the types of throws that you need to make in this, in this league. And, and so he's been able to make throws on time. He's been able to make throws off rhythm. He's been made, able to make throws off platform um, because, and that's what you expect out of your, out of your a quarterback. That's the, the caliber of Jalen. What made Jalen trust the protection more this week against the Dolphins? You know, I think he's I think he's been trusting the protection the in, entire year. Like again, there's different things that get you out of the pocket. There's different things that get you to to hold the ball, and that's that's mm-hmm. not that's not always protection, right? And so whether that's him sliding to be able to see something down the field, whether that's uh, sliding in the pocket or moving uh, to be able to give the guys an extra split second to get open. Um, I, I don't. I don't see that he is hasn't trusted the protection. I think that that he has. He's been comfortable back there. He's been comfortable with our 
you know, receivers making plays and our tight ends making plays. And, and I know he's comfortable behind that offensive line, uh, the best offensive line we, in football. Nick Sirianni here with us, says he is every Tuesday at this time. Nick, let's talk about your defense, which obviously played a tremendous game. I mean, you know, Miami 37 points a game. It was incredible. Decide's off to a great start. That's clear. And I'm curious if you could take us back into the hiring process to decide. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, last year, you're going through the playoffs, you're preparing for a Super Bowl ultimately. Um, but you know, you might lose Jonathan Gannon. And if so, you got to be ready to pivot to someone as quickly as possible and really good. Take us inside hiring Desai those weeks of figuring that out and what he has brought to the table as your coordinator. Yeah, obviously you don't just go off the, the interview process, right? Um, because anybody can look really good in the interview process, but anybody can look really bad in the interview process. But he, you know, he, he came in and, and did a, a phenomenal job in the interview. I was able to ask him questions that I thought were, you know, obviously we go through an extensive um, deal where we're asking him different types of questions to make sure he knows his, his stuff. And, um, and, you know, we know what gives us problems offensively, you know, different things like that. So we're taking him through an um, a interview process that way, and we, and we thought the world of him there. Um, but you also think about, you also think about the, the respect he has around the league and the, and you talk to every you talk to the players that he's coached, right? You don't, you look at every, you try to find every angle you can to find out as much as you can about him. So you talk to the coaches that, you know, um, that is coached with him and, and find out what type of guy he is and what type of, uh, uh, football mind he has. Again, players will give you so much, give you so much information and, and a different, a different set of eyes. So we're able to talk to a bunch of guys that way. And, you know, just knowing what he had done, uh, you know, in his limited time of being a coordinator, we like that as well. I think one thing that was big was that, you know, you see a lot of teams that maybe, you know, change their scheme of how they're doing things. And, and scheme's going to change no matter who you go, what, no matter what new defensive coordinator you go with. The scheme's going to change a little bit. But what's important is that you have the, the – you don't want to start over with the pieces that you have, right? We – Obviously, had great success last year on defense because of the players that we have, and you know you want you don't want to put them out of position and ask them to do things that they don't. So I think one thing that's really important is that you bring a coach in that's going to be flexible towards the players and 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 how they play, but also where their scheme um, that they do want to play fits the players that you that you have. So it's a both and, and Sean's very flexible and he's done he's done a great job. And you know what, we got a big one this week. We got. Um, a, a big game this week that we're looking to prove ourselves again um, this upcoming Sunday. Nick, has your attitude toward defense changed from last season? Uh, it, it does feel like things are different this year, you know, with the simulated pressures going up there and disguising, dropping a bunch of guys out. You know, we're we're doing a lot of deception where last year there there wasn't quite as much. Is that because you have changed your uh, opinion of how this defense should look? No, I, I, you know, I hired Sean to, to do a job, and but obviously I do have um, visions of the things I want to see out of the defense in different situations and stuff like that. But, you know, Sean, I, again, I hired Sean. He's the, he's the expert on defense. You know, I'm giving him offensive expertise uh, thoughts, like as far as, you know, what's, what's hard. And I did the same thing with Coach Gannon. What's hard for an offense? What's, hey, what are they running on de- What are they running on offense? Hey, how do we stop this route? How do we stop this run? What are things that give us issues? And so those things are all communicated. I guess, uh, I guess that's 
you know, we're just, we just talk a little bit like that. Um, and so that's the, those, I, I definitely have visions of the defense, but I did hire Sean to do a job, um, uh, and to do it at his best that, that he sees do it, uh, sees fit. But, um, no, definitely have those conversations with Sean though, to, to, to let him know what the offense is thinking at those times. And Sean does a good job of, implementing uh, the things that fit into the game plan. Nick, you know, you set a, a, a new precedent uh, on Sunday night with going for uh, the tush push, fourth and one, fourth and inches from your 26. I mean, your 26, which I thought was the right call and clearly proved to, to be so. I'm curious, 22, 18, 10? Like, I, I mean, mean, fourth shoot, and inches. I'm I mean, fourth and... at the tw- If I'm going for it at the 26, I guess I'm going to, I guess... Ten would be the only closest thing I could be at, right? Because if we started at the one, um, it'd be fourth and one at the ten. And so, if I'm going for it at the twenty-six, there, uh, I'm going for it at the ten. That's the trust that I have in the players that we have out in the field, and it's, that's that's this conviction in the call. That's the conviction in the guys. Um, but every situation, every fourth down situation, is not the same. You know, I chuckle sometimes with the with the analytics of it, saying, you know, hey. You should always go for it on fourth and two on this scenario. On that, like, well, that's not realistic and that's not football. Like, yeah. everything you got to have conviction in every scenario is not the same, right? The percentage may be, hey, this is a the percentage rate of winning on a fourth and two may be say what it says, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should go for it uh, just because of what the percentage is, right? And so every scenario is treated differently. Um, but get, make no mistake about it. When you when you're making decisions to go for it on fourth down, um, you're thinking about the play that's being called. But most importantly, you're thinking about the players that are trying to execute the play. And so that's that uh, to me just shows it shows everybody that I, the trust that I have in our guys, and our players, our offensive line, our quarterback, our receivers, our tight ends, our running backs. Um, and and that's why you do those things because uh, you have conviction and. Uh, the guys and uh, making the play to, to move the chains. Nick, I got to imagine who you're punting the ball to if you choose to punt plays a, a, a factor. Also, obviously Miami, a great offense. I'm just curious, did you regret? Do you regret punting on fourth and two in the Super Bowl back to Mahomes? I mean, do we, uh, when you, you look know, back on that? Is that something you say, "Damn, I should have done it different"? You know, I, I have to go in with conviction, and I put myself in those scenarios over and over and over and over and over again. Um, I mean, that's something that I study um, throughout the week of, hey, what am I going to do here? What What's the call? Brian and I talk about what the call is going to be, um, whether Brian and I or Shane and I. And then we also think about, you know, all, you know everything everything in that. Um, and so, no, I, I can't. It's, it's hard to say. You, you put yourself through it and you just and you try to make sure that you didn't make mistakes. And, and so you put yourself through the fire and admit when you – you make mistakes, and and uh, because that's the only way you get better. Um, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking about that as much anymore. Um, you know, it, again, different scenarios call for different things. In that scenario, I felt like I was putting our guys in the best position that I thought uh, to help us win the game. And you know what? Sometimes, and that, and I, that's the reality of it. Shoot. Um, Nick, you know, like you're saying today, Nick, I'm fourth and 26. You made the right decision. Well, would you be saying that if we if we were short on it? Right. Probably not. Right. And so I get it. That's the that's my job though, and that's and and there, I'm gonna, I have to I have to do things where I'm making tough decisions. Um, I'm always trying to do them, and the, obviously the best attempts to help us win the football game. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. We're coming off a game where it worked uh, because you know, and uh, and I gotta and I gotta live with that. 
but I'm always putting or putting our, myself in that scenario after the game. Like, do I really feel like I made the right decision? And then and then I'll reevaluate uh, my thought process on it. And so that's a, a weekly thing. That's a part of the process um, that you know I'm hoping to get better at off after each week. Hey Nick, final thing here, man. Um, I know football coaches don't make public predictions about football games, but is our baseball team going to win tonight? The fight and Phil's <laughs> the fight and Phil is going to give us a W. I'm really ho- I'm really rooting for him. I'm really rooting for him, man. It's a fun team. It's a fun team to watch. Um, and I don't want the journey to end. To end. Uh, I won't make any. I'm not making any predictions. <laughs> just like I don't want another coach in the city to make a prediction on the Eagles. I won't make a prediction here. I'm really rooting for him, though. It's been, like I said. I notice our guys going to the games and enjoying each other's company at the game. You know, that's that's a special thing uh, of how to connect. Um, those guys just spending time together, and those guys will remember. Hey, remember when we went to the, remember when we went to the uh, World Series and we watched right. those games? Like, I want those memories to continue to happen for our guys. You Dude, encourage that, memories. Nick? You encourage Heck the yeah. guys to get out there? Heck yeah! Heck yeah. yeah! I want them to do that. I mean, I just want them to spend time, find ways to spend time together. I don't care if it's at the baseball game, if it's in the in the team room where they're playing pool or whatever, or ping pong or. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm, I always want that to happen. And you know what? It's been, it's been fun watching these games with my son um, and our family. And you know, we're really invested in it. And, and I'm really pulling for them and hoping they get that win tonight. And best of luck to them and uh, and that team. Nick, congratulations on six and one and a big win on Sunday night. And obviously, we'll be watching on Sunday. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Thanks very much. All right, thanks, y'all. Thanks, All right, there man. he is, Nick Sirianni.